Hello, you're listening to the Life Worship Center podcast with Pastor Helene Robinson. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this message. Well, I want to go to the Word of God because I tell you, this is one of the times when I was studying and it so blessed me. I just said, Lord, is it for me or is it for them? He said, it's for all of you. So let's go to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Hallelujah. Now, you know we are in the season. Christmas time is quickly approaching here. Christmas itself is, is approaching. The lights are up and everybody is festive and all of that good stuff. And we usually talk about our Lord being born in a manger. But before all of that happened, uh-huh. There was a plan put in motion. Yes. Now I want to focus on the before, before the birth, before you see what God has said. And I tell you, it, it just, and I have read this, I don't know how many times, but how many of you know you can go to the word of God? I don't care how many times you go, he'll give you something different. Yes. The word of God is nothing that you can exhaust. Every time you go to it, the Lord will speak to you. So Luke chapter Mm 1, and while you're turning there, the title is From Conception to Birth. From Conception to Birth. There's a window in there. Mm You don't conceive on a Monday and have a baby on a Thursday. No. So, not, not, no, you're not doing that. Oh. You know, even though we women would love <laughs> that's not happening. We got to go through something from conception in order to birth something. So, let's see what the Word of God has to say to us today. It says, but I'm starting at verse 26, I'm sorry. But in the sixth month, and I'm reading from the Darby translation. Verse 26, Luke chapter 1, verse 26. But in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent of God to a city of Galilee, of which the name was Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in to her and said, Hail thou favored one. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. Mm-hmm. I want to stop right there because this is one of the first times I've read it. And we think of Mary, who, what kind of woman could she have been to have been chosen to carry our Savior? I don't know about you, but as a woman, I was thinking, Everybody should be trying to live up to be married. Because I declare, if you, if you could carry Jesus, you were something. And I didn't have to meet. Who out of all the women walking the face of the earth at that time would be chosen but Mary? So what kind of woman was she? But when I read it this time, oh, this was so liberating to me. The Lord let me know she was an average woman, no better than anyone else. I said, man, that was refreshing. The pressure is off. He says, you don't have to live up to Mary. The thing about Mary was she was favored for the task at hand. Nothing extraordinary about Mary. 
Mary happened to be a woman that God could use, so he favored her for the task at hand. The angel, we'll read it again, verse 28. And the angel came to her and said, Hail, thou art favored one. The, in that verse, the word favor, thou art graced for the task. Aren't you glad that God gives you grace for the task that is assigned to you? Aren't you glad there's favor for the task that is assigned to you? Thou art favored when the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. The favor of God is portioned based on the calling of God in your life. Mm -hmm. Don't run from the favor. It has everything to do with the call. Now, I need to stay there because if this was so liberating to me. And as I was thinking, I said, God, how can I explain it the way I feel it? Okay. Here's a water bottle. And Mama, I could have taken one of yours, but if you don't mind. Okay, thanks. Here's a water bottle. And the capacity of this water bottle is only so much. And the water bottle is only favored to endure and withhold so much. It's just the way it was built. Has nothing fancy about the water bottle. It's just the way it was built with this capacity in mind. For the task that God gives us, we are built to obtain so much favor for what he has assigned us to. All right. This is where we get confused. Somebody else comes along. Mm -hmm. Their capacity is just a little bigger. Mm -hmm. So God favors them based on this level of capacity. Mm -hmm. The task of this picture is to serve more mm -hmm. than this bottle of water. Mm -hmm. But it still takes the favor and the anointing of God to do his job. Mm -hmm. Don't envy a person because their favor is huge. All it's saying is their task and their job is huge too. This picture gets way more wear and tear than this water bottle. Steph, this is my water bottle. Mama, I'll pay you if I need to. This is my water bottle. In our house, all of us have our water bottles, and because all these water bottles look alike, we have a little marker. Y'all yeah. don't live with me, but that's what we need. <laughs> and on the top of this water bottle, you put your name. Mm -hmm. I love Brother Mike. I don't want Brother Mike's water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I lean up my offspring. I don't want her water bottle either. I want my water bottle. So on the top of mine, it says, Mom. On the top of his, it says, Dad. All we gonna get is an initial. That's all she gets. <laughs> Little Mike get an initial too. But all God gives me at my personal capacity is what's in this bottle. We tend to envy people with a greater capacity. Don't do that. God has favored and anointed them for the task. Mary is nobody necessarily to be envied. She's just an example of the anointing of God and the favor that he gave her for the huge task set before. Mm -hmm. You with me? Remember I said now from conception to birth. So 
understanding now, the anointing of God, the faith of God was on Mary's life. Yeah. Nothing fancy about Mary. Outside of the anointing, nothing fancy about you. If the anointing of God is this water in this bottle, once this water is gone, there's nothing fancy about you. We just started recycling so many years ago, Steph. If not, with you would just be trash. Well, once the bottle is gone, no one wants it. Once the water is out of here, it's of no use. Verse 29. It says, but she, seeing the angel, was troubled at his word and reasoned in her mind what this salutation might be. She was troubled when the angel said, your favorite and highly, highly favored of God. She didn't understand why he was telling her this. There are times in your life where you have the anointing mm -hmm. and you still don't know what is there for yet. Jesus. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> this lesson, I told you I thought it was for me, but I'm going to tell you anyway, right? <laughs> there are times when you get the anointing before you get the understanding. There are times God has his hand on your life. You're flowing in the anointing and you don't quite understand what's happening yet. Mm. When the angel spoke to Mary, she said, you're highly favored of God. The next verse says, Mary still didn't understand what this angel was talking about. Mm -hmm. Favored what? I need a little more information. It doesn't, favor doesn't sound like it's going to hurt me, but can I get some clarity? <laughs> what is this favor you're talking about? So she had the anointing before she understood what it was. In your life, you can be highly anointed before you get an understanding of what God is doing. Can I tell you, at that point, it's really important, and that's why as, as a Oh, this was so good to me. When you don't understand what God is doing, when the anointing is on your life, he will put people around you that understand a little more than you do. Amen. Amen. I cannot tell you how important it is to make sure that you are surrounded by anointed people of God. Amen. The anointing can rest on you and you not know. Y'all with me? All right, let's see. Verse 22 again. But she, seeing the angel, was troubled at his word and reasoned in her mind what this salutation might be. Trouble means she was fear. There was fear and apprehension or doubt. I'm so glad when my human feelings arrive, the anointing doesn't leave. Thank you, Jesus. Who told you you can't be anointed and still look scared? Mm -hmm. <laughs> who, who told you you can't be anointed and go to God and say, if you don't mind, can I not do this? <laughs> who told you that you can't be anointed and still say, God, can somebody else do this? Mm -hmm. 
Who said you couldn't be anointed and go to God and say, I, I don't think you said that. I'm going to go back and pray until you change your mind. Okay? Who said you can't be anointed and have all those? Mary, the one that's going to carry the Savior, gets a personal visit from an angel. And the next thing she said, I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> Let me tell you why I know fear was an issue. Look at verse 30. And the angel said to her, Fear not. He didn't say, I'm going to find somebody that's not as scared as you, Mary. He went to her and he said, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Verse 31, and behold, thou shalt conceive in the womb and bear a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. The angel is now telling her what's going to happen. It still does not say that Mary's favor or faith increased, but he's given her direction. Let me tell you, the more knowledge you know, the more your faith should increase. Well, I'll say it this way. The more Bible you know, the more your faith should increase. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the angel proceeds to say, don't be fearful. And then he tells her what he means. And behold, thou shalt conceive in the womb and bear a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Verse 32, and he shall be great, and shall be called the son of the highest, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob for the ages of his kingdom. There shall be no end. Watch this. But Mary said to the angel, I still hear what you say. I have more information now than I did before. I hear this favor thing, and you're talking to me. Mary still has a question. But Mary said to the angel, how shall this be? Mary didn't run, and Mary didn't say, I'm not going to do this. Let me keep talking to see if I get some more answers. How shall this be, since I know not a man? How shall I conceive, and I don't have no husband? Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, I know biblically, they y'all frown on that kind of stuff. <laughs> Stoning took place back then. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have baby showers, they stoned. <laughs> they, stunned them. they shunned them and put them out in the community and it was like the scarlet letter everybody won't get around trying to get you to look fast in that in the diapers they weren't doing that back then so Mary said I'm not saying the angel line I'm not even saying I'm scared of you anymore I know more now than I did before but here's the big question the last I checked how is this going to happen now <laughs> And I don't have a key piece. I don't have no man. <laughs> I'm not saying you lying. I ain't saying you lying. She never said you lying. She said, I don't have no man. Okay, so. Ah. Let's see what else it says. Verse 35. And the angel answering said to her, The Holy Spirit shall come upon thee. And the power of the highest overshadowed thee. Wherefore, the holy thing also which shall be born shall be called the Son of God. So let's, let's, let's look at Mary again. Mary says, 
I don't know. I hear everything you're saying. I got a little more knowledge, and I may not be as fearful. But now I've gone from fear to thinking what you're telling me is impossible. Mm. We go through transitions. I'm not scared of what you said, God. But based on my purse, mother, it's impossible. Father, mm -hmm. I ain't scared. I'll do what you say do. See, that's one phase, right? God tells you to do something. At first, we're fearful to do it. Then I build up my faith and I tell the Lord, yes, Lord, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Then I start looking at my limited bank account. Now I tell the Lord, the thing that you told me to do that I believe you said, now it's impossible. Not, not. So Mary went from fear, I believe you, to impossible, I don't have a man. Now you're going to read further down how we answer that impossibility. We're going to read further down to the response that when I'm dealing with God, that nothing oh. is impossible. Oh. Now, verse 35 says, the Holy Spirit shall come upon thee. Mm -hmm. Now, when I begin to study and look at the favor and the grace of God that was extended to Mary, the favor and the grace of God extended to her was that equipping to do what God said do. Mm -hmm. Now, if the Holy Spirit is going to come upon me and I'm going to conceive, guess who's responsible for this baby coming to pass? The Holy Spirit. Mary was just a little incubator. He said, I don't need you to do anything, Mary, but just let the Holy Spirit do the work in you, and I will bring forth what I put in you. But in order for Jesus to come, he got to go through the natural way. So I, the Holy Spirit, have to come upon you, do the work in you, and push little Jesus on out there. Jesus is going to come on out there. He's coming. Here's the thing, what God has told you to do, all he needs you to do is let you be the incubator for what the Holy Spirit is doing. Right. He says, and I said it, it's my job to work through you to bring that thing to pass. Conception means I receive God's word and I receive what God says he's gonna do, but there's that incubation time. For a woman is when your body turns a whole different shape. And the clothes you used to could fit, you can't. And the things you used to do, you can't do no more. The feet you used to see, you don't see them no more. You have to step on the side. You know, you, you know they there still because you're standing on them. Just ain't seen them in a minute. Okay? So all of the, but all I have to do is go through the pain and the discomfort of holding on to what God told me to do. Mm -hmm. He says, if I birthed it in you, it is not your job to push it out. It's my job to push it out. Thank you, Father. He said, Mary, I don't really need your help. I just need your body. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, I have graced you to be the incubator for Jesus. I know you don't know a man. And I know it's gonna look real funny around the neighborhood. And, and I want you to, ahead of time, they're gonna look at you and they're gonna talk about you. 
But see, because Mary was highly favored, the anointing to carry Jesus covered all of her issues. Whatever God has called you to do, the anointing of God in you has covered everything you need. You know why she was highly favored too? Because not every woman could handle people talking about her when they walked through the streets of the city. Not every woman could handle the family members calling her a liar. You and Joseph had to have gotten together. Not, not every woman could have handled being scorned and talked about when she goes to tell them, but the Holy Spirit has done this. I have not been with a man. Can you imagine the smirks and the laughter? Can you imagine how her family turned their back on? Because nobody back then, you don't get pregnant without a husband. That's, now, the husband back then may have as many wives as they wanted, which I found totally unfair. But nevertheless, when, when the woman gets pregnant, that's a no-no. But can you imagine the anointing and the grace that was on her life to endure carrying the Savior to the point where I'm telling them the Holy Ghost did this. I'm telling them I haven't been with Joseph. I'm telling them this, an angel of the Lord told me the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine what she went through? But because she was highly favored and graced and anointed, she could do the job. Here's the problem. The, the Lord has given us things he wants us to do. Yeah, yeah. But for whatever the reason, we don't think we have the anointing and the grace to do it. We go back to the Lord and say, as much as I want to obey you, I don't see how that's going to happen. Now, Mary had to work with Jesus. Let's keep going. Isn't that something? Let's keep going because I... I I love that part because just because Jesus says it doesn't mean it's not going to come to pass. You got to work with him. Mary says something that's so powerful that if we could get God to manifest great things in our lives, we have to work with Jesus. And I know that's a harsh thing for some people to conceive because he's all powerful. He's almighty. Yes, he is. But he's giving you a free will. You got to work with them. Let's see what happened. Verse 36. And behold, Elizabeth, thy kinswoman, she also has conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month to her that was called barren. For nothing, look at 37 now, for nothing shall be impossible with God. So Mary, remember Mary said, I don't know how this is going to happen. And I haven't been with a man. Jesus, the angel gave her a little testimony, a witness. He said, now hold on. Elizabeth, oh, lack of a better word. Elizabeth is seasoned. See, I caught myself. Elizabeth is seasoned. And she's pregnant too, Mary. But he says, listen to what I'm telling you. Nothing is impossible with God. Verse 38. This is the key verse. Mary said, Behold the bond made for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Be it unto me according to thy word. Mm -hmm. And the angel departed from her. After all that the angel said to her, Mary had to agree. Mary heard everything that he said. Mary said, be it unto me. Everything you said that was going to happen, 
be it unto me according to that. What you said, I align my faith in my life. Be it unto me. I agree with what you just said. She could be highly favored and anointed if she wanted to, but unless she agreed, nothing was going to happen. We have to agree with God so God can move in our lives. It's the power of agreement. When was the last time we just disagreed with God? In other words, your silence is you disagree. Here's a good one. You doing nothing. Some of us think if the Lord says do something and we do nothing, we think we're saved. Say, no, you're not. You still disobeyed. You're like, how can I disobey God? I didn't do anything because you didn't do what I told you to do. You don't get away because disobe- you didn't do anything if he told you. But how many of us don't align? And we disobey because we don't believe we are highly favored of God. Jesus, help us, Lord. Now, let me tell you about the incubator, and then we're going to leave. Go with me to Proverbs chapter 27. Proverbs chapter 27. And remember I told you, she had to, she, she had to believe and accept what the angel said to her. She had to get an agreement and say, yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have to understand it all, but I heard what you said, but yes, Lord. Our yes, Lord, is saying, God, I, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Our yes is, be it unto me according to thy word. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I don't see how you're going to do it, and I heard you, but I believe what you said. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. It's going to take, you said the Holy Spirit is going to come upon me. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. You said I'm a bear of son. Yes, Lord. Yes, He's going to bless me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Now, I know there's going to be some problems, but I sign up for them too. Yes, Lord. I know there's going to be some days I don't want to leave the house because I want to hear what they got to say, but it's still yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I, Lord, I, I don't, are there days I'm going to have to say, Lord, why you pick me instead of somebody else? Yes, Lord. I, I, I Joseph looking at me funny now, but yes, Lord, anyway. I, I don't, then they picking on little Joseph because you don't got a pregnant. Joseph said, I didn't do nothing, but yes, Lord. Sometimes all you need to give them is a yes, Lord. I don't understand it no more today than I did yesterday, but yes, Lord. I wish you hurry up. You can say that to him. But yes, Lord. Proverbs <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 27 and 19. Now, the incubator, the incubator, Mary was the incubator for Jesus. You know what the incubator is you, for what God has for you is your heart. Oh, yeah. Heart. The heart is the incubator. The word of God comes, and the Bible says it's sown in good ground. Mm-hmm. And that good ground is the ground of your heart. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you, though, Mary was highly favored of God. But it speaks to her as a person that Jesus chose her. All believers and all people, their heart may not be in the place where God can use you. Y'all know that, right? Yeah, I all that Proverbs 27 and 19 from the new NIV. It says, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? 
the Lord searcheth the heart and examined the mind. Watch this, to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. Now, if I want the Lord to use me, if I want the Lord to move in my life, here's the part that I have to understand. My heart has to be right. Well. Mary, without it, before the angel came, just because God chose her, speaks to Mary's heart. I dare not say, we, we often ask God for things. Well. We often have a prayer list, and I'm going to tell you, God says, bring all your cares and concerns to me. He says that. Mm -hmm. But here's the part where we really need to work on. God, search my heart. Amen. Amen. Part of communion that we take every first Sunday is examining ourselves. But in the life of a believer, we should be examining ourselves on a daily basis. Yeah. Because, see, how God blesses me is all based on the condition of my heart. You know, you know, we all, all of us know everybody that's smiling at you, not your friend. Well. Everybody that say they care about you, really don't care about you. Amen. Everybody that's praying God bless you, really don't mean that. They want to be blessed first. Then they want you to be blessed. Well, tell, tell the truth. You know, everybody that's saying amen and, and shaking your hand, their, their heart's far from that, you know? But here's the part. Everything about God is based on the heart. Yeah. That's why he says, when you offend your brother, go back and get it right quickly. Get your heart right. He says, I'm not saying you're going to be a perfect person. Far from it. But if you keep your heart right, I can use you. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. I'm telling you, it is important that from conception to birth, that we understand that the favor of God rests on our lives. That we understand that the favor of God is proportioned to the call of God on our lives. Yeah. We understand everybody has a different calling, so everybody's favor for the job is different. Mm -hmm. I want you to understand, envy can set in when we look at people on the outside and you want what they have. God didn't call you to do that. Mm -hmm. Amen. So therefore, the anointing and the call of God may be different on your life for that very thing. Mm. Amen. I tell you, from, from Mary, and next week we're going to talk about Jesus' birth. All right. All this happened before Jesus got here. Mm. But if Mary had not said, be it unto me according to that word, I wonder what would have happened. Now, it would not have stopped what God had planned, but Mary would have never had the witness and the testimony that she carried our Savior. Mm -hmm. So from conception to birth, the anointing of God is still with you. Thanks for listening to the Life Worship Center podcast with Pastor Helene Robinson. If you're interested in joining us on Sundays, our services are held at the Clarence Cuffey Community Center at 2019 Windy Road, Chesapeake, Virginia, 23324. Our Sunday morning service is held at 1 p.m. and our Bible studies are held on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Join us and be blessed and remember, there's life in the word.